This episode of the B3 Today is brought to you by Sensible Waste Consulting. 812-787-3598, sensiblewaste.com. If you spend two grand a month or more on your waste and recycling removal, you cannot afford not to contact Sensible Waste Consulting. The B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio. Welcome to the Friday edition of the B3 Today. Glad you could be with us here on uh, on a good show, getting ready for a big weekend. Had a fantastic day of college basketball yesterday. I'm sure today will be the exact same. And then a big day tomorrow. Got the IU women. We're going to catch that one. And then uh, zip over to Seymour. Watch the Cougars and Jackson Dell go at it in the regional and going to talk to Clint Bowman, head coach of the Jacksonville squad today here on the uh, on the podcast. Going to have that coming up very, very shortly after we kind of run down some of the stuff from yesterday. Um, and then that segment is going to be brought to you by H&R Block over in Batesville, Versailles, Greensburg. Got five locations, but those are the one in that uh, in that area there close to Jacksonville. So go see Wendy and the folks at H&R Block. Um, you're not going to find any better people in the whole world than the Kirshner family, and uh, and they'll take good care of you uh, at H&R Block for all your tax needs. It was a... Peacock celebration last night at our house after the disappointing IU game that we'll get into. But my four-year-old daughter, Dylan, picked St. Peter's on her bracket over Kentucky. She's got St. Peter's going to the final game. And they I think you have – she just ran in here. Do you have them losing to Jacksonville State, right, in the championship? But we're not laughing at her anymore, for sure, because St. Peter's Peacocks pull off the stunner over Kentucky, which uh, which is fun to see. And we were we were laughing. That kind of took the sting out of the Indiana game that we suffered through. I, listen, I turned the channel. I couldn't do it anymore. Turned the channel. I had a parlay of... Uh, well, I to listen, I, I took the points and ran with it and boy, was that a, a mistake, but, uh, I had a parlay of, ja- uh, Jackson Davis scoring 19 and race Thompson hitting one three pointer. Needless to say that money got burned up and, uh, lost the IU game. Had a pretty good day other than, other than that, really betting wise, um, my my obviously my 16 team parlay that I put two dollars on to win 375 uh, tanked, but uh, other than that, pretty good betting day. But IU, I listen, they they look good for for quite a while, and I, I'm not sure the strategy on on removing everybody that's been playing well over the last two weeks. Coach Woodson keeps saying it, it's not legs, it's not fatigue. These are kids. I completely agree. I'm not buying into the bullshit that that uh, we should make excuses for 19, 20, 21-year-old kids being that tired flying to Portland. I used to fly to the West Coast every week. Now, I wasn't playing college basketball, but I'm also not a college athlete. That That trip did not beat them. 
So why, if fatigue's not a factor, why when we were in the game or had the lead, IU decided to remove all their starters and then things went downhill from there? I don't know. It's a mystery to me. And I didn't watch Woodson. I saw just a clip of him basically saying that fatigue wasn't a factor, but I didn't uh, I didn't hear the rest of it. So maybe there's an maybe there's an answer for that. I don't know what in the heck it could be, but there's an answer. But once that happened, things went downhill fast. One of my buddies texted me and wondered about there being a uh, a running clock in the second half, and and sad to say they were in position to do that. Um, I, I don't even know what to comment on the game. I mean, they played okay in the first half. St. Saint, Saint, uh, Mary's is a good team. I don't know, they're a great team. I like their offense. I like their coach. I think their coach is awesome. But, my God, it was very, very quick to see that, you know, every pass from Indiana looked like it was going at medium pace and the hands in the passing lane were going at full speed. They were running. I, I like to say I love that offense. They run screens and they'll screen you and screen you and screen you. And they even said it on the on the broadcast. You know they they will sometimes pass up a good shot to get a great one. They're going to keep running that offense until they get one. But my goodness, we made just some ridiculous. You know there was I know there was a post play in about the eight minute mark that Jackson Davis started, just left his man. I don't know. Guy was had had the ball in the low post and Jackson Davis just ran around him. He spun left and made made a way up. So I don't know. Listen, I that game was so damn bad that I I can't even I can't even really I don't have a lot of comments. They quit in the second half, but I I listen. I don't think that was Woody's finest performance as a coach. And once the ball started rolling downhill, it wasn't going to quit. I think he's, you know, I think he's done a good job. And 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 whatever he said at halftime of Michigan in the Big Ten tournament, it worked. But boy, did it run out last night. But I don't want to hear, oh, they're tired. They had to fly to poor. Ah, bull crap. Silly. Absolutely silly. They're, they're, they're kids, and, and listen, if we can only go five deep, we're not going to do anything anyway. We sure as hell aren't going to beat UCLA with five guys. So get it over with, I guess. 12-5 in this tournament seems to be that magic matchup of, of the upset. Woo, did it not work for Indiana. 82-53. Uh, Gonzaga game, I watched a little bit of it while it was close, and boy, when they hit the accelerator, that uh, that was all she wrote there. Uh, I was glad to see Creighton win. Won a little cacti on that game. I liked that 9-8 matchup, and I watched a little bit of San Diego State with the boys on Saturday because um, I had bet uh, bet the under in that San Diego State-Boise State game, so I watched it a little closer. I liked, I liked Creighton that. I liked their coach, McDermott. Uh, always has seemed like a good dude. Looking to today... Not going to go through a whole ton of bets or uh, games here and lines, but early parlay, the, the two 12 o'clock hour games, I really like Loyola Chicago. They're uh, they're giving a point, but but I, I like that, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and give the point. And then um, Jacksonville State, my Dylan's Jacksonville State squad that she's got winning it all, getting that 15. I'm going to parlay, though. I think I'm going to stay away from this over-under. I, I just, I'm not having any luck with that. Purdue giving 16.5 is an awful lot of points. Um, 
later on. I I, I mean, Purdue's going to win that basketball game, but I'm going to really look hard at, at giving that many points by the Boilermakers, but uh, hopefully they can they can get it done. Uh, surprisingly, I like Notre Dame getting four against Alabama. And uh, last one I'm going to kind of cover here is uh, is Illinois giving eight to Chattanooga. I, I just I keep hearing, you know, all the so-called pundits, I just keep hearing how Chattanooga is going to give them everything they want. I don't know whether to believe them or not, but that eight number is right there where it could be close, it could be close, and then Illinois hits some free throws down the stretch and, and gets it out. So I'm probably going to go with Illinois and, and give those eight points um, on that one. Studio shows, God, I wish the NBA guys could do all of it. Barkley and and that crew are so good. Clark Kellogg um, does a good job kind of mixing in there with them. But I could listen to Barkley um, talk about, and, 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 and the Jet too, Kenny Smith. I mean, they're, they're just really good. That's my thoughts on that. Going into the uh, high school games, I, I, I'm really, really looking forward to this uh this North Davis Jackson Dell game is as they go into that semi state. I think the interesting thing is, and, and, and you're going to hear uh, Coach Bowman. We talked yesterday afternoon and for for today's interview, and 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 he even said it. It's a clash of styles, and it's really going to be interesting. North Davis lockdown defenders. They're they're not going to score seventy. I mean, they could listen. They they they've got kids that can fill it up, but most of their games, you know. Mid to high 40s, maybe sneak into the 50s. Jacksonville wants to get out and run. They're long. They're fast. They can put it in the hole. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Going to be really, really interesting. Of course, spent, uh, if you didn't hear it yesterday's, the big show. We were uh, at Casa Sevilla and Odin and talked to the North Davis coaches and, and players. What a bunch. God, what a class act. Just really, really solid, good kids. Uh, Coach Dow and his staff were all so gracious to give us their time, and 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 just really, really good, good organization. So I'm, I'm one of the best things about this podcast is is getting to know um, people like Josh Thompson and and the Vikings, and and uh, of course Ryan Haywood at Lagodi, and and. Um, and then, of course, Coach Dow, just getting to know him and his whole staff, Moak, and, and all those guys. Really fun. We had a really good time. So if you didn't hear it, yeah, go back and listen to it uh, on yesterday, on Thursday's show, and uh, you're, in, you're in for a treat with that. Uh, IU Women tomorrow, Rhett Weir's bust. <laughs> I know I, I'm going to quit promising him being on this show. Uh, we can't get together. He's busy. And by, uh, I have no, I'm no fault. Uh, to to coach Weirs, but he, he he's this is a very busy time, and we tried to get together earlier in the week, it just didn't happen. So we'll get him on maybe you know next week or after the season. I am going to quit teasing him being on the show though. Don't worry about that. But all right, let's get to we'll take a quick break here, and then let's get to Coach Clint Bowman of uh, of Jackson Dell, and as he prepares for the Big Sim State game. Would you look at the time? It's tax time! You already know H&R Block does taxes, but here's what you may not know when you file with H&R Block. Like how you can get expert help in person or virtually. Plus, our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request to work with the same tax pro every year. And your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. See the locations, Batesville, Versailles, Greensburg. No one offers more ways to help with your taxes than H&R Block. At H&R Block, help! is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantee. 
All right, on the Travis Brett Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Hotline, I've got head coach of the 22-5 and five winners of 12 straight Jackson Dell Eagles, and that is Coach Clint Bowman. How are you, my man? Good, Brian. Uh, good to be here. Thanks for uh, reaching out uh, reaching out to me to talk a little Eagle basketball. Yeah, and, and we uh, we kind of met a few years ago when, when I lived in yeah. Batesville, my wife, and, 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 and Clint is the cousin of a, just a dear family to us, uh, the Kirshner family and girls, and, and that's how I, I met Clint initially. And, and uh, so listen, dude, two years, 37 and 13, you're, like I said, 22 and 5. You got a pretty good thing going there at Jackson Dell. Yeah, you know, this was a year that we kind of been anticipating, um, you know, for a few years now. And when, when uh, my wife Courtney and I moved back to the area from Texas, uh, my buddy over here was the principal, and and so I ended up over here, and and I, and I came in. I said, uh, you know, I'd love to coach some basketball if you have any anything. Yeah. And uh, so I ended up being the eighth grade coach uh, for the current seniors, and okay. uh, so I walk, walked into that. We had an awesome team that year. There was only one team to beat us, and and so. Uh, you know they they were they were good when they were little and 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 I could kind of see where you know how good we could be when they got to this age and and so I was eighth grade coach a couple of years for the juniors and seniors that we currently have and and then was lucky enough to help Scott with the girls and and move over here so we knew we were going to have a good team um, but it's you know it's worked out even better than I anticipated yeah exactly and um, now. You, you're led you, you obviously what you're averaging what 72 a game you're, you're obviously lighting it up and so I'm, I'm guessing with that you've got um, I've heard about the length of your team and, and and it sounds like you're probably quick so I'm guessing you like to get up and down the floor yeah you know you know even back when I played in high school and we don't any anytime you played a Jackson Dell team you know you knew they were going to have shooters and uh, some of the previous coaches you know in the past uh, have, have liked to get up and down um, you know, I, I just think that's more fun yeah. way to play. Uh, not that there's a right way to play or a right speed to play, but, um, you know, we, we, we like to go, um, you know, but you got to have the guys to do it. So, um, you know, we got some guys that can, can really handle the ball and, and, you know, we won't put, we won't, we won't put a guy out there in this game Saturday that can't shoot the ball. So, yeah. um, when you, when you put five guys out all the time that can, that can really shoot it, you got to respect all of them. Um, that's a good good way to put points on the board and yeah we've we've gotten 80s a few times hit 90 um you know we average you know high 60s and um you know so yeah we got the guys to do it and and uh it's a fun style to play now Saturday, you know, it's going to be a battle of styles for sure. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, you know, I was actually uh, kind of called into duty at the last minute to do play-by-play on the sectional final with North Davis and Bar-Eve, and, and uh, I was even shocked, and I've, you know, kind of covered and followed uh, the Cougars all year, and uh, I was shocked that they averaged 51-52 a game. They had a stretch there where where uh, they, they yeah. were scoring in the 30s, but the good thing is they hold people so darn low. Yeah. Yeah. You know they they even though uh uh they're they're probably not as long as you guys you know they they'll guard you at five spots and and they just flat get after it which I'm sure you've seen on film. Yeah, they you know they're probably going to be the best team uh that we play all year as far as you know just one-on-one defense you know keeping their guy in, guy in front of them and you can tell they take a lot of pride in that but you know hey whoever I'm guarding I'm not letting them in the paint um, you know, they help pretty well, just one pass away. And, you know, so if all you're getting is contested threes from way out there, um, for, for high school kids, that's, yeah. that's a pretty tough shot. And, 
And, uh, you know, and then and the thing they really do that um, I think is probably the key to the game is the rebounding. You know, they, mm-hmm. especially on the offensive end, all of their guys are just crashing the boards. And then, you know, for their size, they do a really good job of, of limiting, you, you know, your shots to one. So, um, yeah, for, it's going to be a titanic struggle, that's for sure. Yeah. Let's talk about, you mentioned some of your guys. I mean, you get 38 points a game, just a little bit over for uh, between Wyatt Day, a 6'2 senior, and Caleb Simon. Uh, he's a senior as well, right? 6'3? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so, both seniors. Yeah. Can you talk about those guys? Yeah, they're just, uh, you know, they're, you know, they just complement each other so well. You know, Wyatt is, uh, you know, he's our point guard. He, he's a wizard with the ball. You'll, You'll see it on Saturday. You know, it, it takes a really, really uh, big, strong, quick, physical guy to uh, take the ball from him. So he, he's just kind of a wizard with the ball. He's a really good shooter. Um, he'll, if you're open, you know, he'll find you. We always we tell those, the big guys running the floor, you better run around with your hands up or you're going to get hit in the side of the head. <laughs> you don't even know you're open. Right, yeah. And, um, so he, his game has really evolved over the years. You know, they, both these guys started as freshmen, and, you know, Wyatt was just a little sprockety, you know, 5'10 kid as a freshman, and, you know, weighed 100 pounds soaking wet, and he shot a ton of threes back then. You know, he'd just keep backing up, and and uh, even you know, even last year as a junior, you know, he only shot like 25 uh, free throws all season. And oh, wow. uh, he was, you know, really just a kind of a spot-up player, didn't get in the lane, and, and this year his game's really evolved. He's, you know, he's, you know, he's a really good shooter, but he's only shot about, 93s on the season and he, he shot 140 free throws so he's really become a get in the lane and then you know he's got all the herky-jerky moves to finish over over guys and, and you know if they put a bigger guy on him he can go by him so uh, and then the other one Caleb Simon he's uh, just a big strong you know physical farm kid so from Osgood, Indiana so <laughs> he he is athletic as can be um he's a Good outside shooter. He shot it pretty well this year. He's about thirty five percent, but he's mainly uh, he's an inside out guy. But he can put it on the floor and go around most people. And and then I've been most proud of him this year of his rebounding. You know, I challenged him before the season. I said, hey, if you're if you're not getting six to eight rebounds a game, that means you didn't play hard. And um, he must have taken that to heart because he averaged ten a game. So um, he's just a beast to, to try to keep off the boards. And you know, they both. They both they just complement each other, and they play so well together. And you know they they sacrifice. If if we just had one of them, you know they they'd be approaching thirty points a game. Um, so they sacrifice a lot for, for yeah. each other and, and for the team. So well, just two special yeah. kids that are, they're going to finish fifth and fourth or fifth and uh, eighth and career scoring here at Jacksonville. So just oh, wow. two all time grades. Yeah. yeah. Who's the number one scorer in Jacksonville history? Um, Brad Borgman. Okay. Uh, about 1,700 uh, points, and, you know, I played against him at, when I was at Batesville. He had, he had a turnaround uh, on us to win the game in the county tourney after we had beat him the first game of the year. So oh, wow. I know Brad, he, he's got a, a nephew on the team, and, and I'm in our gym right now looking at his jersey uh, hanging on the wall. He was an Indian all-star back in 99. So, gotcha. Um, we, yeah, very cool. Wow. Hey, if your company spends two grand or more a month on your waste – and recycling removal bills, you're probably paying too much. 20 to 40% is what we see on almost every company. You know why? Because your contracts don't protect you from price spikes. Your service levels are completely wrong for what you need. 
Your contracts allow you to be charged those silly ancillary fees that waste companies love. How much could a free waste audit save you? Hard to tell. But if you go to sensiblewaste.com or you call 812-787-3598, let's do a 10-minute discovery call and see if we're a good fit. Doesn't cost you a penny if they don't save you money on the contracts you've already signed or the ones going forward. Let us take a look. Sensible Waste Consulting, sensiblewaste.com, 812-787-3598. Stop overpaying on your waste and recycling. I saw, I watched you, let's see, it was the foot for a second game of the year, I believe, or right around in there for you guys, that 82-80 win at Batesville, double overtime. Um, Batesville hit some, hit a big shot at the buzzer, if yeah. I remember right. <laughs> yeah, it was a heck of a game. Um, you So you were under the gun, you know, right off the bat, and then and then went on a tear for, for a while, lost a couple of games, but I got to ask, what in the hell happened January 12th at Jennings County? Was, did the flu bug hit or what? <laughs> Well, we had we uh, we were looking really good before the season started, and then Matt Dickman uh, he just got kneed in the calf um, uh, about a week before our first game, and it just lingered on. It, it was a deep bone bruise, and, and so we we were without one of our starters there at the beginning of the year, and we we struggled a little bit, and, and uh, you know lost a couple games. That you know going back, I wish we had another shot at, but. Yeah, we won that county tourney at Batesville once we got everybody back and, you know, played really well. And so that was on a Saturday, you know, big, big victory against Batesville on their, their home floor to win the county tourney. That was the first time we won the county tourney since 2007. Oh, wow. So yeah, it, we, we had won the state championship more recently than the county <laughs> tourney. So it was a big deal. And uh, we went down to Jennings County on a Wednesday and, and that, that was a really good team. I mean. They, uh, you know, they, they play in a tough conference and, yeah. you know, and, and then ran into Floyd Central again in the sectional. Um, but they just, they, just you know, we had a couple kids. One of those days. Good, and, yeah. And they hit everything. I mean, it was, we played with them for about four minutes. And the next thing I, I couldn't call timeouts fast enough. We were down 20 <laughs> points. So they hit, they hit 14 threes in the first three quarters and just bombed us away. And, and honestly, the score was not indicative of how bad they beat us. Oh, know, wow. It, 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 they, they just really put it on us. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like I said, that's another one I wish we had another shot at, but that was a really good team in a kind of a bad circumstance for us. And, yeah. and then they just shot the lights out. I was going to so. say, yeah, that score definitely just jumps off the page. When you look at uh, even, even your losses, you were, you were right in the middle of them. And, and that one kind of jumped off. Talk about your sectional. You won, uh, you were really consistent. You won uh, two games by 14 and one by 15, but uh, how was your yeah. being back in front of crowds and, and how was it over there? Yeah, it was good. It was, you know, we had a lot of pressure on us. You know, we hadn't won, been, it's been seven years since we won the sectional. We were, uh, you know, a huge favorite. We had played four of the teams during the season and and beat them all twenty to, to thirty. So, yeah. we but we knew it was going to be tough. And some, you know that Rising Sun game was tied with like four minutes to go. Oh wow! You know, as a team, we had beat by thirty four points just like two weeks prior, and you know, just one of them. They were they were going to try to hold the ball and and slow the game down. And you know, when you get in a kind of a grinded out. You know, one one team's trying to hold it, and we're trying to go, 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 and yeah, and uh, so it was just a struggle. So we we were able to pull ahead there in the last couple minutes, and you know, Waldron I think was probably the second best team. We played better that night, and we had that one out to twenty three or five, and kind of controlled that one. Then Hauser was another grind. It was that was about a two point game with 
four or five minutes ago against a team we had beat by 25 plus just a couple weeks prior. So, yeah. it, it, you know, we had been, we, we kind of like being the underdog and, and uh, I don't know if we were a little tight or those teams just kind of rise to the occasion, but those were not easy 15 point wins. I'll yeah, tell you that. Right. <laughs> well, and North Davis kind of the same way, you know, they, they played Shoals who, who, you know, they, they, would would in the regular season and then you know it's it's a team that they they, they were going to handle but that game was five points late and kind of yeah. a real one of those bruising games you know the shoals the, yep. the at no point did nor davis cut that somebody wasn't putting an elbow or a knee or something but they survived that and then just had you yep. know an absolute classic in front of um a gym that that what seats 4,500 there. It, it was about 5,500 in there, I think for the Barry <laughs> North Davis sectional final. So, uh, so yeah, they, yeah. they can definitely re- relate to that. Then you play Bloomfield, the regional team right down the road from us. Um, I have a lot of listeners in Bloomfield that, because I, I talk about every year they're ranked real high and then they always end up, you know, <laughs> not doing so well, <laughs> but, uh, I'm not well liked, but I have a lot of listeners there, but, yeah, yeah. but, uh, so you handle the regional again, you know, that, that, nine to, to 15 point range yeah we i mean i, I going into the game i i you know, i really believe that we could win uh win two games um you know i was expecting to win um but you know then at the end of the day i was you know i was a little surprised because you know we just kind of controlled that whole day both games start to finish we we won seven of the eight quarters between in the two games and you know the only quarter we got outscored was the third quarter against bloomfield and they just got us by one. So, yeah. um, you know, good team. I was, you know, I think that was a good warm up for how this game uh, could be played on Saturday. Um, you know, they they pose a lot of problems. You know, the the Graf kid is yeah. very similar to our Caleb Simon. Um, just he's left handed and Caleb's right handed, but they play very similar. Um, I knew he was going to be a handful, and and then the Combs kid. You know, that was you know we don't we just don't have you know any back to the basket. Um, guys over this way that you know that play like yeah, that, that are right. that big. So well, that kid's tough. Yeah, I was really worried. I mean, watching the game, you know, I originally thought you know we'll put Matt Dickman on uh, on Combs. He's been our best post defender. Um, we usually front the post all season, um, and then you know try to get some help behind. But we had done a poor job in the sectional against Hauser. You know, we got they were just killing us on the high low, and and we just did not defend well. And, um, you know, and then I thought, well, Simon will guard Graf. They're, they're mirror images. And, you know, the day before the game, I, I, you know, I thought we, we, we talked about putting Simon on, on cones and just playing behind because uh, Caleb was so strong. We thought we could maybe push him out a little far, make him uncomfortable. And, and then we put Dickman on Graf, who was a, a longer guy. And, mm-hmm. and then that, that was able to put our, our best defender, Justin Swinney, on, uh, on the beard kid. And uh, it worked. You know, we, we, we really – Made him uncomfortable. Um, you know, I think the, uh, Beard hit a three in the first quarter, and then that was it for the day. And and we just made made those two big guys work, and and then we shot really well. I mean, we every, Caleb Simon was out of his mind. He had, you know, I think we shot twenty of twenty eight from two, and I think we hit like five of ten from three. So we shot really well that day, and but really it was defensively and and trying to get them sped up a little bit. Yeah. And hopefully we can do something similar on Saturday. I'm guessing you like to play at a little bit of pace. You you play mostly man to man or all man to man. Yeah, we played. You know, I'm a man to man guy. Um, we've thrown zone at you know a, a couple teams. You know, we play all the DIAC schools. You know, we played Lawrenceburg and South Urban, Greensburg, Batesville a couple times. So 
mm-hmm. against those bigger teams. We, we were working on a three-two zone, but we played you know mainly man-to-man all year. Um, we've kind of thrown that zone as, as a change of pace. Um, and then in that night game against Lutheran, I just didn't think you know we could keep you know their their guards out of lane. Um, you know that's kind of our Achilles' heel is if you got you know two or three really quick guys that can beat you off the dribble. And uh, so we went to that three-two, and and we had them. We had them all kinds of sorts. They didn't know what to do for yeah. most of the night. So. Yeah. But, yeah, that was the first game all year we played a zone, you know, start to finish. So <laughs> yeah. I think that kind of surprised them. And, and uh, you know, that's something we've been working on all year just for the right time. Great. Have you practiced at Seymour this week? Yeah, we went that's uh, a great yesterday. Gym. Yeah, it's really cool. I've been, been to a few games there. I was My cousin – Colt Ryan over at Batesville played. I was going to um, ask you, yeah. did you play with Colt? Where are you at in age with him? No, I'm a, I was a 98. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm, a, I'm an old guy now. So. <laughs> well, I was 87, <laughs> so you don't even know yet, man. <laughs> so, yeah, but I was, we were living in Texas when uh, Batesville went down there those the couple years, but, and uh, we're matching up against Washington and the yeah. Zeller boys. So, yeah. um, we Colt gave them all they wanted, but, you know, the Zeller boys were just a little too much. Yeah, that, that was awful hard, but boy, we yeah, I, I watched uh, almost every home game of Colt's career at Evansville, and man, yep. he, I I've, I've taught tell the stories all the time about the beatings he would take in those Missouri Valley games, and he may have six at halftime, and you think, oh boy, it's going to be ugly, and then you look up at the end of the game, and the Aces won a close one, and, and Colt had twenty three. You know, it just yeah, it but- never never failed. <laughs> Yeah, that's when you know you're a good scorer. When that's right, you know, no matter what they throw, it's like no matter what to do, how the game comes, you, you get your twenty or twenty-five. Yeah, he yeah. certainly could fill it up. That's for sure. Well, it's great atmosphere, and I tell you, Clint, I hope you guys play well. Too, if if nothing else, we we got two good coaches. Brent Dalrymple is one of the one of the best guys you'll meet, and and I know you are too. So I wish you both the best of luck, and uh, tell Courtney I, that we all said hello, and I hope yeah. you have a, I hope you have a good Saturday. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we're expecting you know the surrounding communities, you know, Batesville, Greensburg, Brazales, you know, everybody come down and watch and. And we know the, you know the North Davies guys. They're going to travel like crazy. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's going to be. You know, I don't know if we're going to fill the whole thing up, but I think that's a big gym. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and, uh, I, it'll be close. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I hope they. I hope now. Do you know? And I should have asked uh, Coach Dalrymple last night. Do they have buggy um, tie-ups out in front of Seymour's gym? <laughs> I'm not sure because <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. We, <laughs> I I don't know what to expect. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's two hours by car or uh, three and a half by horse and buggy. So they, yeah, they, well, they might the wagon train might be leaving the day to get there. That's by right. Car. That's I right. I don't know. So hey, we, Clint, I just know they got a. I just know they got a good team and a big fan base, and, and uh, I, it's just going to be an awesome environment for all the kids. And uh, it's just so exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Like I said, two styles clashing. It's got all the makings of a classic. Clint, thank you so much for being on the B3 podcast. Really appreciate it. And good luck to you and the Eagles on Saturday, bud. Awesome, Brian. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. All right. Take care, man. Bye. Thanks, buddy. That's going to wrap up another B3 today. Thanks for Coach Clint Bowman for coming on. I look forward to that game. It's going to be a fantastic clash of – Lockdown defenders, slow it down a little bit, and then a team that wants to get out and run. We'll see what happens. 
I know it's going to be two good organizations going at it, and that's what Indiana High School basketball is all about. Have fun this weekend. Enjoy the tournaments, high school and college, men and women. And we will talk to you next week on the B3 Podcast. The B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio.